0: so he knew these people and there was like a brief moment where he's like guys I think I can get you the sets which were like pretty perfect replicas from the Seinfeld porn parody and we were like oh are we gonna get these porn sets and then like it was like no some of this they were like in a warehouse and half destroyed but that was that was the if we had gotten those sets we were probably done it yeah Yeah.
1: that's amazing I love that that there's like the porn like you can't get the actual set but you can get the porn replica set yes (laughs) Welcome to Comedy Girl Crush Podcast. I'm Kate Siegel. I'm Nikki
2: Urban. And our guest today is Joan Ford. But we're going to get into that in just a moment. First, I want to ask, Kate, how are you? Oh, I'm
1: good. I'm,
2: I'm good. How are you? <laughs> uh, I am. How are you is such a loaded question.
1: Um, Yeah, yeah. It is. I know. I like it because it's like open-ended, but yes. it's also like... You know, it's like, wow, I could go so many ways with this. I could take this in any direction I want. Yes. Uh, no, I'm good. I like what I started. I finally started my period. So oh. that is always. Yes. Period. I'm excited. Next week uh, will be new blood. That's what a <laughs> friend of mine in the Bay Area calls it. She calls it new blood. What? It's just that like, you know, you had your period. You shed the old lining. You're yes. feeling good. And then the new blood comes in and you're like, energized and full of Mm. vim and vigor so I'm excited for new blood
2: yes (laughs) Did you notice, do you have the thing where like you start your period and you have like the mood shift of like, oh, the hormones happen. And so you're in a better mood because you started your period or like, do you have a different experience?
1: No, it's like the, the first day is miserable because it's just like painful for me usually. But then the second day, like yesterday, I was like, I did yard work. I was like up and about, and I've been like really depressed for like a week because PMS. And then, yeah, like yesterday I was just like so motive. i was like i'm the most motivated i've been in a week and a half surprise surprise <laughs> <laughs> oh damn yeah for me it's like immediate it is pretty immediate um i actually like kind of love getting my period for that reason yeah you know what i mean yeah. I, I know the worst part is over oh, so interesting
2: how our bodies like respond differently to things like you know for me like I can always tell the day I'm gonna start my period because whatever the funk was before lifts. It's almost like my body releases like, um, like when it's releasing the prostaglandis uh, that like causes the pain, it also releases whatever like hormone is there to like make up for that. And so I just get this like surge of like, of good, I don't know, good vibes. Uh, like right before you get it yeah right before i get it Uh, and like into this like the first like half a day of getting it and then it starts to be like
1: ah Oh, interesting. Yeah. Ah, Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in like the worst place, like right up until I get it. And then the first day that I get it, I'm in a lot of pain. So I'm just like unhappy. But then, yeah, after like second day, I'm just like, I'm like a new person. Mm -hmm. I'm like a new lease on life. (laughs) 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 I was like talking to my, uh, I just
2: started with a new therapist this week
1: congratulations thank you
2: thank you um she's a little she's a little young but i'm actually kind of excited for that because i think the two therapists i've had before were really awesome but they were you know they're like old hats at it so like you know this person's like i think she's pretty hungry you know to to like like let's figure this out um but she did say a lot of times uh (laughs) a lot of times the phrase i'm sorry that happened to you and i'm just like I, d- I want to tell her like you don't have to say that to me because I'm fine like like I don't I don't need you to say like I'm sorry that happened to you because like it like I uh, I see what you're doing <laughs> like yeah. I don't need the validation of that like I I don't need to be validated for like the sad things that have happened <laughs> yeah is that weird no
1: no uh, I feel like you know it's like a uh, it, it is like you want when somebody's talking about something, you want to like show them that you're like acknowledging their experience. Yes, right. Yes, but at the same time, yeah, I totally feel you. I'm like, look, I don't, I, I know you're acknowledging my experience. Like, I don't need you to do it verbally. Like, you're my therapist. Yes, you're, right. You're, you're here to acknowledge my experience. <laughs> right. I'm
2: like, I'm, I'm paying you to acknowledge my experience already. Like the fact that you're listening at all is is good. Uh, but it was also our first session, so like, you know, yeah. hopefully, uh, I'm excited about it. She said she's gonna get into, um, she's looking into to uh or she's gonna get her certificate in emdr which i've always wanted to try
1: what's emdr
2: uh emdr it's like eye movement something something oh. <laughs> it's basically like um it has like an 80 percent success rate of like helping people with like ptsd or trauma and it's this thing where it kind of it focuses on uh, sort of there's like an eye, eye movement thing like side to side i think it's like side to side uh i'm not entirely sure i've just heard really great things about it but it's a thing where they do something like where it's like focusing like your eyes and sometimes there's like sound involved uh while also like re going through traumatic things to kind of desensitize. You from what's happened before, while also like I don't know breaking it down. So she says she's also very like into attachment styles and stuff of like what you've picked up from like your childhood. So I was like, Oh, this is fun, this is new. like yeah. I've heard a lot about attachment styles from um, uh, Laney Laney Moore. Is it she's a comedian as well? Okay, uh, I don't know. I'm so uh, um
1: on the worst
2: yeah she uh she's a really funny comedian who like does a lot of bits on like instagram and tiktok where she goes through like uh like attachment styles for things and like Ooh. relationship stuff it's very like she's very funny at it um, okay oh shit we should get her on
1: oh yeah. yeah i mean eventually everybody right yeah everyone uh, will everyone. be on our podcast yes <laughs> except for the people i hate okay that's nobody uh i know i'm trying to think do i hate anybody? who are Ooh. my enemies um <laughs> Gar- <laughs> 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 you know me so well mary garcetti uh Mayor garcetti is, bye adios don't let the door hit you ass on the way out fool.
0: Bye. <laughs> i can't wait till that happens
1: uh, uh then we'll get know. some other fool but we're supposed we have to like you know keep keep our eyes on the prize because republicans never stop voting they just will never stop voting they love to it's their favorite thing Yep. they love running for local office it's also their favorite thing so i gotta, I gotta drop off my ballot um, oh yes yeah vote no on the recall if you haven't done that yet well by the time this episode comes out yeah yeah it'll when this episode's coming out I'll isn't up. it tuesday oh my gosh is it tuesday it's tuesday oh. you better have voted no on the recall assholes <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes how are you doing um i'm I'm also I'm good I'm in a I'm in a good place but uh, it's uh, I talked to you a little bit before our episode but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna recap, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah my um uh our our previous podcast guest Jessica uh, Jessica Amal Sherry who um she was my comedy partner for a long time you know she's she's been battling cancer she's been battling stage four lung cancer and um. Things are, things have uh, kind of taken a, a turn for, like, okay, like, she's been battling a long time, and, like, you know, it's kind of getting to a point where, like, uh, it, like there might not be anything that's that they can do for her anymore at this point, um, yeah. so the last that I'd heard was that uh, they're just gonna, you know, focus on making her comfortable uh, so she can spend quality time with her, you know, with her baby and her husband, and... Um, but yeah, so that's been that's been really rough this past past week of kind of getting that news of like oh, like she's one of my best friends and uh yeah, like this this fight that we we all knew, you know, we all knew this survival rate is not very high. Yeah. Um uh, so we all knew this was coming, but it was a weird thing today because I had a dream about her last night where like we like we we're you know like she like I was at this restaurant in the dream and she came in and she like she like asked me if we could go just together her and I to this other restaurant and like away from these other people and like had like alone time and going to this other restaurant and like there was all these like frustrating things about this other restaurant where they like weren't seating us and I was like kind of like fighting I was like my friend has a cane like she needs to sit immediately and like at some point I, I went to go in this restaurant to like go and figure out where our like where the host was of like are we seating or what and then i came back and then jess was just wasn't there at the front anymore and i couldn't find her i was like trying to find her throughout this whole restaurant and then like uh, my partner's alarm went off and i woke up and i was so grumpy i was so mad and then i got this text from her um her like childhood best friend that was like ah things aren't looking good right now i'm like oh no <laughs> like it was just like such a weird thing that i had this dream about her where i had this like uh this time together with her alone in my yeah. dream like uh and uh, that now like yeah to get that news was just like oh that's so weird it's so weird how our subconscious like picks up on these things
1: yeah also in your dream your time with her was like cut taken away from you prematurely right yes you you lost her
2: yes yeah
1: that's crazy that's so crazy yeah
2: i had been thinking about um our last week our episode with chelsea i actually had a moment during the episode recording the episode where chelsea was talking about like her her influences and her um her like her thing about like watching people on SNL break and how much like how much that influenced her to want to you know do comedy and do sketch comedy because of how like that camaraderie and like and that like having fun while creating something together and how like that was something she she strived for and i was like oh i didn't say it at the time but i almost started crying cuz i was like thinking about Jessica and how like like you know she, like there are so many videos of us on the fembot uh fembot youtube page of us doing bits together and how she was my you know she was my person my my partner my performance partner yeah. and how we wrote things for each other and how other people on fembot wrote things for us and like even before that and just mimsy of getting to do things with each other um and the way we played played off of each other and like Realizing that's not gonna happen ever again, and that's really like something that's, uh, uh, it is fucking, it's, it's, it is devastating. It is devastating. I, uh, like I, I hope nobody has to go through this. Um, yeah. of like, you know, not only like losing somebody who is one of their best friends, but losing their creative partner. It's like, ooh, this tough. It's, it's really, really, it's really hard. And I'm trying to not. Uh <laughs> I'm trying not to let it drag me down cuz you know um it's sup- it's important to like keep going and keep moving forward but you know it's it's been tough Yeah um sorry this got to be like a sad moment um but I also you know this is uh this is reality this is re- the you know reality and comedy and I'm definitely not the first person to lose a lose a comedy partner people are losing their you know friends all the time, yeah. you know, who do comedy? I know we just like we just three people just died from over, uh, overdosing. Is, yeah, um, when that happened, you know, just that's like recent. Um, what, Fuquan Johnson. Yeah, and then um, there were two others. Yeah, they weren't. Yeah, but it's just like it's like oh shit, like fuck, like I, <laughs> I emailed a, a or texted a mutual friend of ours to be like, hey. Yeah, <laughs> you do drugs do you know what narcan is and they were like no and i was like oh my god please keep please go find some narcan like there's free resources out there like uh, you know you can keep
1: doing drugs just please keep narcan on you like yeah yeah it's like oh it can happen to anyone at any time just because of the strength of what's out there right now or like the potency of certain elements of what's in these drugs it's terrifying it really terrifies me Oh, Kate, don't die! <laughs> no, oh my gosh, no, I've <laughs> never died. Weed, I weed, and the occasional LSD, <laughs> yeah. mushrooms. Yes, uh, but I remember, like, I I was doing a lot of ecstasy and a lot of coke in college, and I remember mm-hmm. when I had the moment of like, okay, like, if it, you know, if it's not a psychedelic or like weed, then I'm I'm done. I just, yeah. I remember, I was like 25, and I was like, I'm I'm done with everything else <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 uh, i feel like
2: uh like uh, i stopped probably stopped doing cocaine like uh, be- right before the pandemic not that i was doing it a lot but like you know i'd do it a couple times like if it was offered to me i'd you know usually be like yeah, sure yeah sure you like i trust you you know like i trust that you're gonna like and then you're like oh no but do i
1: trust that the person who you got this from is trustworthy Yeah, you know? and is testing all of their yeah like all everything because like some some people who sell do right they test everything before they sell it and then some people don't yes yeah
2: yeah that was uh my friend who i reached out to was I. i said i was I was like, okay, because this is happening. This thing is happening where, you know, it's cocaine and, they're, you know, fentanyl and all that. Like, this is, you know, becoming a huge problem. They're like, oh, yeah, my, you know, my hookup always tests for fentanyl. And I was like, how do you know that? How are you sure that they do? Like, are you watching them test for fentanyl or are you just taking
1: their word for it? Yeah. 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 But, you know, it's, I don't know. Testing strips and Narcan, you can get online by the way. Yeah. Or,
2: or at mo- like most like, drug you know, stores, drug stores, uh, medical centers, like, yeah. like LGBTQ, you know, centers will often carry, um, testing strips and Narcan for free. It's all free. So, you know, stay protected. Don't get on,
1: um, you know, don't die. Yeah. Be safe. Don't die. Yeah. Just, just be safe. Like it's not, I don't think it's reasonable to say like, don't do drugs. Cause yeah. people are going to do what they're going to do. Just be safe. Protect yourself. Do
2: that's our that's our public service announcement uh, announcement (laughs) (laughs) and that's also kind of what's been happening in comedy too unless we count um
1: uh unless we count john delaney oh my gosh and olivia (laughs) munn i know what's up in comedy (laughs) Uh, yo yeah how do you do you have feeling like i know some people are reacting very strongly to that news uh i don't care okay me either (laughs) yeah I'm like I'm like oh
2: you know it's like it's interesting from just like the perspective of somebody like just being interested in other people's lives in general but I have like no stakes I have no feelings about it other than like just a general curiosity about like how how everyone's feeling who are involved yeah (laughs) but like I don't know I'm like all right good good for y'all if you're happy like yeah be happy about it i don't know even if you're not happy it's none of my business that's true yeah um but also i don't know at the same time i kind of think it's cool that uh i think it's cool that he went on you know seth meyers and like that he like openly talked about it and like i don't know it's just fascinating to me that like that um we are in a place where a late night comedy host can use his platform to like highlight something that's happening with another like comedy giant and what, you know, this very serious thing that they went through because at the end of the day, like comedy is meant to help people and like, you know, uh, like bring, you know, bring people up and educate people and make people see things in a different way. And I think it's really cool that they took this very serious moment to be like, you know, you all your friends got together to, uh, to have an intervention, have an intervention yeah. and how, like w- how serious that was and how much we love you. And, you know, uh, and that, John, you know, Melanie taking that time to, you know, say like, I appreciate it. You saved my life. Like, yeah. you, you know, that's, I don't know. There's, there's definitely, it's very relevant right now with, uh, with the like recent things happening and, you yeah. know, with drug use and stuff like that. Be
1: like, you know, I, I hope, I hope it sticks for anyone. Addiction fucking sucks. Yeah. Oh my God. I know. Also, what a far cry from like that, there's that viral David Letter or uh, yeah David Letterman interview with Lindsay Lohan when he brings up her going to rehab and like have you not seen this? No. Oh my God, it's part of this whole like women in the early two thousands were treated like fucking shit in the media and oh. nobody did a thing about it uh genre of videos that keep getting resurfaced. Yes. <laughs> and this is an interview where Lindsay Lohan's sitting there and he like will not stop about her going back to rehab. And she's like, I just this wasn't in the pre-interview. Like he makes her cry by like kind of harping on her alcohol addiction and she doesn't want to talk about it. And I think there's like you know, like he's not her friend. No, like he's not there he's, to help her. He's not. He's many using people's her as punching bag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like it's just so interesting. Like the conversation then about addiction was, how can we make fun of this person for their struggle? Right. You know what I mean. And that was like, and and I remember this. I remember being you know aware of this at the time. Like every time she went into rehab, it was like late night talk shows. Like had a field day with like Lindsay Lohan's addiction issue, and it was. like you know I'm not saying if John Mulaney were a woman it would be treated differently I think we are like better now as a society in terms of like addiction and struggle yeah um but yeah, it's very different from the environment that was uh, existed on late night talk shows. <laughs> yeah, in the early 2000s. Yeah.
2: And I'm thankful for it. Like, I love me some Colbert. I love me some like, yeah, you know, some Seth Meyers. You yeah, know, the Seth people Meyers. who are like, oh, yeah. let's let's treat this seriously because this is serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> uh, oh wow, we were talking about some heavy shit here, but. Yeah very excited though that we have an amazing guest on our on our podcast today uh we've got like we said earlier we have joan ford you know she's a writer from uh thundercats roar dc superhero girls and tiny tunes luniversity uh joan Oh my gosh! It is so cool to have you here uh, for multiple reasons. Number one, I think we're we're both fans of yours. I admire the shit out of you. You're also one of the first people that I met in Los Angeles. Oh really?
0: Yes, I I, I remember. I, I met you very early on. I think even like in my like uh, like yeah. time in comedy career out here, and like I'm kind of I can't re- I I feel like I know you through through so many different like like. Points Like yes. comedy And friends And like I can't remember exactly How we first met But I just You know You were like Around a lot uh,
2: I was Before I moved here I came here to visit With my friend Joe Glass uh, yes, We were Joe on a Glass. Joe oh Glass. Glass We were here on a scouting trip yes. And I remember Getting super high In a house That you were living in While y'all were playing Mega Man mm-hmm. And, and okay. I fell a, I fell asleep in a chair Like living
0: in that house? I don't
2: know If you were living there well, Or just, just hanging out Who else but, was in that house? I don't know It was a uh,
0: do we not? Uh, uh, uh. mm. Yes, yeah, just, just ghosts. <laughs> we don't. Stranger. We don't need ghost to mention who was living yeah, there. Yeah, I could. I mean. <sighs> I don't even remember, know who specifically you're talking about. I just know there it could be a couple, it could be a couple of people that are like, ooh, where? What, what's we the, don't, what is time made of them? Yes,
1: we don't need to mention their name. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to say Joe Glass sounds like the fake name Jan Brady uses for her yeah, boyfriend. Yes. And Joe Glass. Yeah.
0: Was Joe what, Glass real?
2: Or there was also Joe Glass from the like Punch Out.
0: Yeah. Joe, oh, uh, Glass Joe. Glass Joe. Joe. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I don't know. Yes. What, I'm not familiar. Was, yes. Yeah.
2: And also, you were a bridesmaid in my
0: wedding. <laughs> I was <wedding>. a <laughs> bridesmaid in your wedding. Yes. That was a good. That was a fun wedding. It was a very fun yeah. wedding. Yeah. Good. Good ridesmaid crew. You have a. Uh, did you have? Uh, it was me. It was like Leanne Bowen.
2: Yep. Uh, her,
0: currently ri- uh, amazing. I love Leanne. Currently writing for like Ted Lasso. Yes. Yeah. She.
2: Uh, she shouted you out oh. on her pod on her episode oh, yeah, I'm here. Yeah. her out. She's <laughs> yeah.
0: like. The, she's the best. I haven't seen her in forever. I miss Leanne so much. I know, right? Me too. When, but she's in like London with with Jason Sudeikis like half the time. <laughs> uh, when, when is she supposed to make time for me? <laughs> <laughs>
2: She's thinking about you.
0: That's nice. I, yeah. think, uh, like, I uh, definitely thinking about her too. But yeah, that what a what a stacked bridesmaid lineup. You oh had. yeah,
2: Carmen Angelica, yeah. Jessica Amal.
0: Yeah. Everybody's oh. doing stuff. It's like, yeah. This is like a sign of like that like the way everyone goes back to like The Dana Carvey show. And it's like, oh, look, look look at all these people who are doing this. That's what your your bridesmaids lineup is going to be like. All these people there Nikki's bridesmaid party. That's crazy.
2: (laughs) I mean, that was really the point of the whole wedding. Right. It was just to like, I was like, oh, I'm bringing in like awesome comedy girls (laughs) into my bridesmaids lineup
0: seemed pretty stress-free yeah no on
2: the on the ladies side it was definitely yes. stress-free I'm, on the men's I'm
0: remembering side remembering this yes. Oh, yes yes
2: interesting <laughs> yeah there were like fights almost happened with like the venue they broke yeah. a giant piece of like glass I,
0: I i vaguely remember like a a like Power loader Or like The key to a power loader Being stolen I don't know how That was connected To your wedding at all But I just I kind of remember Like I, mean, I won't say who But someone from The boy side Being like Yeah I did it I, they, they were trying to fuck us But I got like The key to their power loader
2: <laughs> It was less of a wedding And more of a show
0: Yes, It was Yeah it yes. was, There were bits Skeletor showed up There uh, We were all involved With a show At UCB For a long time It's Kind of still I, I kind of Kind of still am called terminative nerds. And there's a re- re- recurring bit within the show where our friend Nick Weiger came up and did roast, jo- like roast jokes about He-Man as Skeletor, and that bit was incorporated into the wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know?
2: Yeah, my brother was super, like, blown away by that. Uh, He was like, he could not believe that was in the wedding.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, who could? I mean, how did your, like, did you have, like, family members who were like, what the fuck is going on?
2: I mean, they were, like... They were definitely like having a really great time. That's good. My okay. sister Star had maybe the best
0: time. <laughs> I remember meeting your sister. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I guess like yeah, it's funny. I mean, my family would like have be like if that went out at my, at my wedding or any wedding my family attended, my 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 family would be like lost. They'd be like, <laughs> "What the hell is that?" But I don't know. I come from. I'm like Irish Catholic. We're very like. You don't express your emotions at all, especially not through Skeletor bits. Like, <laughs> yeah.
2: The wedding was great. The marriage didn't last. But hey, we're still friends.
0: Yeah, that, that, that sounds pretty great. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: All, all told. Yeah, all told, be, all told. Yeah. yeah. We're, yeah. Friends, we're friends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you've been at UCB for a long time. Like- yeah,
0: I think I took my first class in to, like s- September of 2009. Okay. So yeah, it's been a while.
1: Uh, and that Was that in New York Or no, out here No
0: I did it all I did it all out here Okay but I you're
1: st- From New York I right? am from
0: New York But I never like Really lived in the city uh, um, For longer than Like a couple months So I never really Like had a. Ch- I, I I never I just never got Into it out there And it wasn't Until out here And yeah That I got into it, That I started Down my UCB path mm, yeah. so.
2: How did you Um. Uh, so what, what was it So you grew up In New York What was mm-hmm. it What was it like When did you start Getting into creative things like writing, comedy? Oh, I think, I
0: mean, I was always kind of, um, I, I grew up in New York. I was always kind of like an artistic kid and that I liked to like draw and paint, but I guess my, I, like, I, I liked it, but I was never like, I was never like the best artist, even though it was something I was pursuing really hard. And then I was kind of in my, uh, in high school that I started like really developing like a love of writing. Oh. And I had like one English teacher that like pushed me like really hard and uh, like that's just kind of like where I I, I fell in love with Ed her name was Miss uh, I know she still asks my mom about me I guess I've told because they live close together but her name is Mrs. Danaher um, and yeah she, she kind of pushed me to become a writer and then I did sketch and screenwriting in college I was in a I went to Emerson, Boston, I did a, I did a, I was on one of the college sketch teams there. And then I, when I got and then I moved out here pretty soon after college and I did a, I took a pretty big break from sketch and just like live comedy in general. Um, uh, and I was, like, pursuing screenwriting pretty aggressively. But oh. screenwriting is, like, a very uh, kind of, like, solitary, like, by-yourself uh, process. And, and, you know, you could spend months working on something and maybe, like, you know, eight junior executives will, will read it. And that's the most you can hope for. So I just, like, needed an outlet for, like – I just needed an outlet where I could – Meet people and 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 actually perf- like you know put my my work up and perform in front of actual audiences. So that's why yeah. I had a lot of friends doing UCB at the time. So I just kind of you know was sh- like fuck it, I'll take that first class and you know here it is. Uh, what is it like? Twelve years later? God, yeah. So so yeah, like, that's kind of my story. For
1: screenwriting, were you uh, writing comedies or what was your genre? Uh,
0: kind of like action, like ac- I everything was comedy, but I like specifically like genre genre comedies like horror comedies and action comedies oh, cool. um i never wrote like or even like kind of like fa- uh, fantastical comedies so, like something along the lines of like a freaky friday like um but i never i was never like writing like straight up like just comedies gotcha yeah okay yeah. was oh, yeah.
1: was there
2: a moment um was there a moment where you realized like oh i'm getting i'm getting some traction here as a you know as a comedy writer that you like was very clear to you?
0: Um, I mean, I guess, yes, it, I did a, uh, I did a show at UCB around, uh, uh, 2013, 2014. Uh, called uh, <laughs> your your ex husband directed yeah, yeah. it. Actually, it's called Seinfeld: The Purge. It was like yes. a little play that was like kind of the premise of it. It was like it was an episode of Seinfeld that took place within the world of the Purge. <laughs> uh, and we got and like that was my first thing that got like a lot that got attention. People were like, "This is." People were kind of like, "This is really good." And I got you know, I got ca- like you know. Uh, calls from, like you know, studios kind of looked up who I was. I got to go on, like, agent manager meetings. So this is the first time. That was the first time, really, that I was like, oh, man, like, you know, I this is not just something I'm doing for... I mean, it is something I'm doing for fun. But it's, it's you know, I there could be, you know, a reason to pursue this. So, yeah. That
2: show was amazing. Thank and you. I feel like I've seen... People do similar things After seeing that and I was like Literally nothing will compare to Seinfeld the Purge Like the, Thank you. the amount of Jokes per like minute in that Show was just like fucking mind Blowing Um, like,
0: was, Yeah just a synergy it was just Like a, a synergy of two things I Know and love which are uh, horror Movies and, and the Seinfeld Universe and it was just like <laughs> uh, That came out that script came out of me Like so quickly and I was just like yeah, yeah. So thank you. Oh. Yeah,
2: we. I uh, there were a lot of per, uh, the the creators of the Purge. Was it? The
0: yes, uh, came uh, and saw it on an opening night. Uh, Bloomha- uh, Bloomhouse, uh, the studio that produces the Purge movies, uh, came to see it. And or, or like, I, I, I'm not sure like who exactly from the studio, but we did get like a big box of like Purge merch uh,
1: beforehand, <laughs> so,
0: like T shirts and and. Um, I think it was mainly It was like t-shirts And like tickets But then we got like Invited to like The cast and crew Premiere of the movie It was very It was very fun That's so dope And very validating Yes
2: (laughs) I wish there was a I wish that your Seinfeld the Purge Was a real episode
0: I Oh man yeah we We like Uh, And look at this with, uh, you know, Justin We did, like, look, seriously look into Like, film, like, trying to film it But it was just, like, it was too We, you could kind of, like create the sets with very, very minimally on stage. But once you're filming it, like, and if you're in, like, a fake, ver- like, like, you know, a diner, but it's not, like, the diner, like, it's just, like, it's, t- yeah. it's too distracting. Like, you, you I would never do it with... The funny thing was, I remember, like, there was a brief period where, okay, so, like... Hal used to, do you remember, Hal Rudnick Hal Rednick, yeah. used a uh, friend of our, like, another, he, uh, one of the co-hosts of Terminal It's a friend from UCB, Hal Rudnick used to do these, I think for funnier or Die, these, like, he would go, like, on set with, the uh, behind the scenes at, like, Golden Girls, an XXX parody, he would go behind the scenes at all, like, uh, like and interview everyone at these, like, you know, the, the fake TV uh, uh, porn, the TV porn parodies, and so he knew these people and there was like a brief moment where he's like guys I think I can get you the sets which were like pretty perfect replicas from the Seinfeld porn parody and we were like oh are we gonna get these porn sets and then like it was like no some of this they were like in a warehouse and half destroyed but that was that was the if we had gotten those sets we were probably done it yeah Yeah.
1: that's amazing I love that that there's like the porn like you can't get the actual set but you can get the porn replica set
0: (laughs) but the porn replica people do like a good job like you know they work hard to make it like look like the thing because yeah are you gonna be able to You're gonna be able to like jerk off in just to any office, not like an exact replica of a Dunder Mifflin office. I don't know.
2: (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So, in addition to being an amazing writer and like very, very funny, very talented, uh, you're also an incredible performer. Thank you. I love. I like this like this sticks out in my mind as like one of my like favorite just characters (laughs) I've seen was like I think one of the it was like the first time I think I'd seen you perform and it was your like. Uh, your woman who's like it was like it was her birthday.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the <laughs> woman who's like it was her like she's like it was just a kind of bit. I haven't t- thought about this in a long time. And it was kind of like uh, you know me processing my own aging, but it was kind of like a a woman celebrating her birthday and talking about how excited she was to be turning thirty and all the cool stuff she was gonna do when she turned thirty and like just like she was like you know the joke of it was she was having It was like all a panic attack, but that was like a, that was like a fun little like. <laughs> uh that was like a that was a fun bit and it 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 it's definitely me like dealing with a lot of my fucking like uh like my own uh my own self anxiety, my own anxiety about turning thirty. <laughs> I just remember
2: like guys. Guys.
0: Yes, guys, guys. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> uh but thank you. Yeah,
2: or uh, I, uh when you when you guessed with Fembot PhD and you did your uh you it was the pool the oh, yeah. the giant unicorn float. Yeah, I got
0: like really into like for a long time, for a couple of years, for like a year, like a couple of months, I got really into like, I was like, what's the weird, like, what's the weirdest or not the weirdest, but what's the most I can do with like stage setting at these shows? And like, I just like set it like something I got, I got like one of these giant, like inflatable unicorns. And I was like, I just wish I, I could just bring this out on stage and I'm in a pool and then what am I doing? So yeah, I got like really, I got like really into like. You know i feel like at least not all the comedy theaters but at least like love ucb but i do feel like ucb doesn't like push stagecraft that much mm-hmm, and like i've gotten yeah. like really into like stagecraft at that point in my life and be like what's well, just like little things i can do to like make the experience like more mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah yeah
2: definitely i feel i feel that yeah. yeah i i do notice that difference like um like uh yeah also yeah bless bless ucb shows amaz- are amazing yeah. there but like uh, like there's really not much of an opportunity to create a like a setting on, yes. on the stage you know, um, their,
0: their focus is different I feel like all yeah, the theater's yeah, focus are yeah. different and that's okay yeah. um, I
2: love spectacle I love spectacle <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, feel like, I
0: do feel like the you know uh, like you know the pack has kind of come in to like fill it came in to like kind of fill that void where they are. the pack it seems like is very into spectacle which is another yes, comedy theater yes. here um, and I really appreciate that and love it yeah, yeah.
1: yeah me too <laughs> I've had some of my most fun building like props set pieces for stuff at the pack yeah yeah
0: turn a bunch of cardboard into like a elaborate prop painting it i I, that was fun those are fun days
1: Oh, good times. Good Hell times.
2: Oh yeah. Um. So, what are you? What are you working on now? What are you? What are you excited about?
0: Oh. Um. What am I excited about now? Uh, well, I just. I just finished up a, 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 a. Writing job. Um. And I'm kind of like moved on. I'm in development on something else that I. I hopefully can talk about soon. But it's. Uh, it's. I'm in development on. On a project. Um. Uh, so that's exciting, and I wish I could talk more about it. Uh, so hopefully one day. Um. And then other. than that you know i I really oof um i i i got really in over the last like 12 months i got like really into because like live performing just like went away Mm -hmm. i got very into to to twitch uh as a as a Performance out, uh, outlet um, So like I got like I, I got so into it That I did like Move into a two Bedroom apartment So I could have Like a little office For streaming Oh wow uh, cool. Yeah so I've been
2: Is that what you're doing With Kate Raft Or is this a separate thing Uh,
0: No Kate I mean I Kate and I both have our own uh Different like Twitch channels Oh yeah Kate Raft And I are like uh Yeah Kate My my best friend and I uh, Kate we are a uh, Also a comedy duo co- duo Called Red and Yellow We did have a Yeah uh, Sketch show running at UCB.
2: It was so funny. Thank oh you. Oh my yeah. gosh, it was so funny.
0: Um, so oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, it was called Red and Yellow." to what is it called? <laughs> Two dumb fucking bitches do a sketch show an <laughs> show. Um, and we were like literally we had been like we'd been running for about like five six months, and we were supposed to do a show in April of 2020. And you know, I think like the theater got shut down like three weeks before that. Oh so we... So, so yeah. So, uh, and, like, yeah, we, Kate and I were even supposed to... Red and Yellow was supposed to go on tour oh, for a little bit. Like, we had gotten into... The Boston uh, Women in Comedy Festival, and we were gonna do Austin Sketch Fest, um, and so we were just like get, geared up to kind of take the show on tour when everything shut down. So through so after that, we kind of like uh, started doing our own stuff on t- doing our stuff on Twitch, and Twitch is a very like different medium for doing sketch. But like mm-hmm. I also like I, I find that like you know like I was talking about with stagecraft or writing or whatever. I like figuring, like, being like, okay, these are the limitations, here are the limitations of, like, the thing you have, what's the most you can do with it, so I got really, really into Twitch as, like, a performing outlet, and I, I I've been doing that with some, Kate and I did a bunch of stuff together, I did a bunch of solo, st- show, solo stuff, they do a bunch of solo stuff, so that's been kind of, like, you know, my big kind of you know, self-project uh, for the last 12 months. We do
1: Fall Talk, right? Like the talk yes. show. Yes. yes.
0: Uh, one of our shows is called Fall Talk. It is a talk show about fall. We haven't done it a little bit, but we're gearing to come back, hopefully come back.
1: yeah <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, in,
0: in, you know, de- now that it is fall, deep fall as we call it. Uh, so yeah, it's a talk <laughs> show. It's a talk show about uh, just all things fall. And we I host it from a pumpkin patch and Kate plays a, like, a fl- uh, like a talking pumpkin spice latte that i like what that's like what i say like i get really into things i was like okay like how can i actually like turn my friend into a like a floating pumpkin la- spice latte <laughs> that could like talk to me live through the show so like i spent like just like, a, like i spent like a month learning like like how to make face filters for Snapcam and and like learning 3d modeling just to do that so like Whoa. when i say like oh what are the what what's the most i can push that that's like what i mean i'm like how can i make a a floating talking pumpkin spice latte <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's amazing also red and yellow you guys have uh video sketches online right uh
0: we have one or two yeah we oh, never couple. got like <laughs> s- like we were starting to do it in like 2019 and then like it became hard again. Yeah. yeah. We were gearing up for that. Yes.
1: I was trying to rewatch one because I watched it when you guys first put it out, like forever ago. And I was trying to find it again to watch it before this, but I couldn't find it. And so I would love if you can tell me where it is. But it's the office space. Oh,
0: our muffin sketch. Yes, my yes muffin muffins. sketch. Yeah, we're losing our minds about muffins. <laughs> yes. uh, I think that's just on Vimeo. Is it I on think we put it up on Vimeo. I don't okay. know where the right thing We We never had a good, like, release tra- strategy. Is Vimeo where you're supposed to put videos? I don't know but yeah <laughs> okay. that's where that's I was where looking on
1: YouTube so I'll look on Vimeo yes yeah. look
0: on Vimeo but let's talk to Kay we should get that thing up on uh, on YouTube it
1: is so funny that sketch is so
0: funny yeah. so I wanna yeah so hopefully we're, we're starting to like gear back up into it we had our first live show uh, a couple of weeks ago, we have another one coming up. They're still like few and far between. Feels like no one's like people are the world is kind of like figuring out how to get like stand up and improv back out there again. Like no one's like ready for a sketch quite yet. And that yeah. makes sense. Sketch yeah. Is a lot more uh, like space consuming and elaborate. Uh, so, but hopefully sketch gets back, comes back soon. I miss it. I miss yeah. live sketch. Yeah. Yeah. Same. It's my favorite.
1: Oh man.
2: Also, I just like, oh, I was just remembering when you were on pop culture. <laughs> oh, Although yeah. it might have been Setflex at that point, we changed the name, and you were like I, a joke machine. Oh,
0: thank you. Yeah, I was. I I, I feel like I was on Netflix. I was once to play and once to judge. I remember. Yes, when, yes. When it was still setflex Yes. Um, and that was. I love that. That was a very fun show. And now y'all are doing that live, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah we're doing yeah, that live. That's very cool. Yeah.
2: We uh we we actually just found out um that flappers like really really liked it, and they were like, we want to help. Like we want to develop it and like like have it come back. So it was like cool. Ooh, that's yeah. That's rad. yes yeah. Yes. And you're great. Host, well, thank you. Yes. I love doing it a yeah. Um, we're gonna ask you five questions, okay? In a ask segment, me five questions in a segment we call These Are Five Things. We just played the audio, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I heard that too. I
2: heard it too. What's your biggest influence in comedy?
0: I mean, I, I hate like I feel like I want to like push to give like a more interesting a- answer, but if I'm like, I just kind of want to be like the honest truth is that it would just be like The Simpsons. Like, yeah, no. that like you know, yeah. it's like I feel like that's the the answer. To, like nine out of ten people in my age range would give, but it just <laughs> it's the truth. It was like it was so like inf- like you know, and I could think of other things that were huge influences. I was you know like such a big kids in the hall fan of the day like i fucking like i was one of those kids and this overlaps with the simpsons but i was like a, you know i remember like being like you know like what nine and like recording conan o'brien so i could like watch yes. it in the in the afternoon um like yeah like i was really like very into like david letterman and conan o'brien when i was like like eight nine but um But yeah, like more than anything, like it was the, it was the Simpsons, like those first like eight, nine seasons. Like I would like, I had a ritual growing up where I would like, I remember like, recording like the simpsons on like thursday night when that's when it would air when i was really little i would record on thursday and then like literally i would like re-watch it like every like day after i got home from school and like take down jokes that i like so like Whoa. it was such like a thing for me uh Whoa. that like yeah it was absolutely the simpsons even though like i said it's not the most interesting answer
2: <laughs> no i mean i it's it's huge it's, yes, yeah. I think that's, yeah. a, it's a very interesting answer because it te- definitely says like a lot about about you and like the way you ap- approach comedy and yeah. joke writing because it's you know, same thing as like so many jokes, yeah, yeah,
0: exactly and you know it it it's connects us. It's like I was saying this was like now like a bunch of years ago, but I remember being like, you know like it's just like a common language for most people like obama i remember reading interviews with obama speech writers like back in like 2012 and they're like what was what your writing influence they're like oh the simpsons they grew up with the simpsons and like yeah so it's just like yeah you can't escape that and it is like i mean i do think it yeah in like both like story both in my like uh my process of uh, joke writing and s- kind of like storytelling, The Simpsons just had like a huge influence on me. And
2: yeah, would yeah. you would you want to work on The Simpsons, or do you think that would be like, oh, getting to s- see behind the curtain? I don't
0: think I'd want. I think I, you know, I, I also think like. You know, uh, and I think you kind of like see this in the show now. Like, I don't know if I if I could like dream, like somehow like go back in time and work on The Simpsons in like nineteen ninety six. Yeah, like yeah, I might do that. But I think like now, you know, the show uh, the show is very much you know. It's I think. It- it's just, like, the more something is written by, like, fans of the thing, it mm-hmm. just, like, becomes it, – it stops being the thing and, like, the seg- a simulacrum of, like, what it was. And I feel like that's – you know, I, I, I just – that's why I wouldn't want – I don't know if I'd want to write on – Um, I mean, I have written on, now that I think about it, I I have written on like properties that I loved as a kid, but like, I I try to escape that mindset of being like, I have to replicate the thing of the thing, what the thing was when I was little, because I feel like that just leads to like that never and you're never going to do that you're never going to recreate the thing that you left when you were little and but I don't know what, what else I would do if I was writing for the Simpsons like I don't think like because <laughs> yeah. like you're not going to make any I don't, anything better than what it was when we were little so I don't know It's a, I just yeah so probably not probably not is what I would say
2: okay at yeah. the same
0: time you know it's a good paycheck so yes if, it, if, it came, if I got the offer <laughs> yes of course but I, I didn't go to Harvard so I'm not going to so there you go yeah I know fair <laughs> enough right yeah <laughs> Did
1: you didn't write for the lampoon yeah so it's
0: easy um. to Say no, because I'm like, yeah, it's never going to happen. <laughs> uh,
1: okay. Best experience and worst experience in comedy.
0: Ooh, best experience, worst experience. That's tough. Um, Worst experience. I mean, I feel like there's like all the worst experiences kind of like blend together because, you know, you just like, you you bomb a lot. You like have, you have to like bomb a lot. Um, I'm trying to think. Best experience. I was. I think best experience is easier. Um, you know, I, I do feel like this. The the getting the the Seinfeld the purge was a highlight, but um, honestly, I. I Getting to do this, I, I have to say, like, get it, the show I told you about. The show I did, I've done with my friend, uh, with with Kate now for about a year over a year. Um, there was something very like just getting to do that show, and I I feel like I've really kind of like been like discovering and figuring out what my voice is and just like who I am as a person for like years since I've started at UCB since I started doing comedy and. Getting to put that show out in the world, which I feel is like a very full, like you know, full realization of that, felt like really good. And like maybe it was just like we did the show, re- like getting to come back and like do that show live in front of uh, a, a big audience, um, not a big audience, but an audience recently. And that might, that day might have just been like my best experience, like getting to feel that. So so getting that show was kind of maybe my best best experience. My worst. I don't know. What is it? I want to know like what other people have said for their like wor- for their like worst experiences.
1: Oh, it varies. I think like for some people, it's like the worst time they bombed. And for other people, it's just like the worst they felt after an audition or like worst open mic we've heard. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of some other ones. People's worsts. Mm. Yeah.
0: Hmm. I I I, yeah. Sorry, sorry, this is so tough. Like what I got too I've had too many bad experiences to pick pick one out. (laughs) To pick one out, especially. I oh I guess I would say I oh you know what I think was like uh, that's up there for me? Um I did there's a show at UCB for called like I'm like too and high oh and, like, yes um, i went
1: one time yes and i got way too high <laughs> i yes
0: yeah, so i do oh I, I feel bad that i'm calling this shot it's a good show and if you like getting high which i do and, and performing high i think it's like great i have never done that before but they asked me to they very nicely asked me to the show i'm not throwing the show into the bus but they very like nicely like asked me to do the show um and i was like sure so i was kind to do a character and i I like got really high beforehand and I've just like never felt more like out of my body. When doing like a character When doing a character Like it was just like What am I Like Like I was just like I felt like out of my body Watching myself Being like What is happening Like what am I (laughs) What are these words I'm saying Who is this like Fake It was like I was having like An existential crisis About just like Character comedy in general Like who I'm like I'm like I'm like What am I doing I'm a fucking like Homeowners association lady But I'm not I'm actually like Just in front of a, A bunch of people Doing drugs And like it was just like like, that just felt so weird, and like afterwards, <laughs> I talk to people, and they're like, "Yeah, you see, what are you talking? about? You seem fine." Like that was like, so just like weird, like weird to be such a like a different like a difference between like what I was actually doing and saying, and like what was going on in my head. So it's like kind of just like you were like a robot doing it, and then like in your head you're like having a panic attack. So maybe that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That so sounds- that, Yes. The show is, I thank you to the people who asked me to do the show. It was like, it was just like, I've never performed high before. And I, it was a new experience that I did not like.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I only went as an audience member, but I got so high because they like, you know, you're smoking in the theater. Like I got so high. I like, like could not drive home. I had to like sit in my car for like an hour and just like sort of. And wow. I smoke a lot, like yeah. I smoke a lot of weed, and so I was like shocked by how high I got in that <laughs> <Yes>. venue.
0: Performing <laughs> high, just like it's it's it. I I was shocked too. I was like, and I I think I just like took a hit of something really strong, like you know, I think. The the, the host of that show just have like a high tolerance and yeah. and I was like yeah I'll, I will take a couple hits of this and I was just like out of my head mind <laughs>
2: oh my gosh uh, oh ooh. my turn um oh. Hype up a friend. Maybe somebody that you'd like to see come on this podcast as well. Or just uh, in general, somebody you like
0: uh, Oh, 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 hype up a friend. Well, I feel like I should for sure hype up uh, can I hype up more than one? Do I have yeah. to? Yeah,
1: okay. absolutely. Uh,
0: I'm always gonna hype up Kate Raff. They're my best Hell friend. Yeah. We do like a ton of comedy together. Um, um they and they're the stuff they like do on their own is like like I don't know, Kate's just like the like the best, like purest artists I know. They do such amazing stuff. They do very, very cool stuff. Um, um, they're very funny. Uh, they they did a show for they did their own show for a while called like Hot and Rich. They're not doing they're not they're a little hiatus for it, but like yeah. Uh love I love Kate. Um also uh, I feel like oh I wanna hype up I wanna hype up all my friends. Uh, Robin Higgins is like one of the yes. coolest people I know. Uh, Robin uh so fun like like I feel like oh i want to like hype up like kate and robin at the same time because i feel like they so like they're like i like such different like different like spectrum like ends of the spectrum of like what i like and what i like respond to in a comedy friend um but they're both like just so good and funny at what they do like rob like rob robin is like kate is like very like they comes from like a very like emotional like place of like big emotions and like and like making and like robin is very like analytical and like just yes. like brilliant like has like a very like brilliant like satirical mind and like, like the powerpoints yeah the power like her yeah her like powerpoints that's like okay the three of us did it maybe yeah that's what i'm hyping up the three of us briefly did a show at ucb called the powerpoint girls where we just put up like it was just like a night of like funny powerpoint presentations and it was like yeah so so i'm gonna hy- hype up kate and robin
2: hell yeah And also
0: Connor Because Connor's also Like I feel like I have to Like Now I'm like feeling bad About any of my friends That I'm not Connor Shin They're writing for Harley Quinn right now They're amazing Hell yeah Oh shit yeah, yeah. I,
2: I did not know yeah, that. Connor's
0: on uh, Harley Quinn right now. It's it's. Uh, I, I'm jealous. That's such a cool. That's like the coolest job in the universe yeah. right now. Oh
2: my gosh. Um, also, Connor, a fucking hilarious, amazing. Yes, so, yes, so they, good.
0: Yeah, there. Oh, some of just like, some of just like the hardest moments I've laughed. Just like uh, like not having anything to do with it. Have been like like Connor on stage uh they're just like very like like raw and like honest and open and like sometimes like they're like they're like i've seen them like a couple times i don't know if they're gonna like me to say this but like a couple times i've seen them have like emotional like breakdowns on stage like in a fu- but like in an intentionally funny way that i'm like this is like so like cool and i don't know those are like my yeah, like those three people i mean like it like I get so much life and like energy out of them and I'm in awe like yeah they're amazing hell Hell yeah yeah
1: (laughs) all right what is uh, something that you haven't gotten to do yet in your career because you've done a lot you know Mm. you've performed you're a writer you've like written on writing staffs like what's something you haven't gotten to do yet in your career that you are excited to do
0: Uh, I've been thinking about this a lot actually and honestly um, my answer is I want to like direct and possibly like star in like a like a like a a horror comedy like maybe just like probably just a short to start but like you know I'm I'm making those lists of like what are the things like yeah like what did i really want like i feel like you do get like really try like you you you, as much as i love it you get on the ucb track and you get very like you know uh, um kind of like you're like you stop i think you a little stop focusing on like what you want and more like what is everyone else doing and i want to do that too so i really recently took stock and be like what do what do i want to like what do i want to do what will i have the most fun doing what do i want to like be, what will I regret not doing when I'm on my deathbed? And I like love horror and I love horror comedy. And I like also just like, like, like acting. And I'm like, I really just want to make a horror movie for myself. Like a horror, sh- like, or at least a horror short. So, so that's my answer. Yeah. I want to direct a, a comedic. I want to write a horror com. write, direct a horror comedy.
2: Hell yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, can't wait to see that. Uh, what is some advice that you have for people who are either just starting out or in the midst of doing comedy?
0: I would say, kind of to reiterate what I was just kind of like talking about. I feel like it's always good to stop and take stock of what you're doing and how that compare, like like how that compares to what what you want to do you know, just make, take, stop and take stock and be like, am I I doing this because I love it? And this is what I want to do. Or am I doing this because it is like the track everybody's, uh, everybody else is on. And, and, you know, yeah, that's my advice. Always be like, uh, always just take the time to take stock of what you want and what you love and, and do that. Because I do get sometimes like trapped up in this world of like, oh, I can't believe like, my friend got this job. And A, like, Be happy for your friends and be like do you want that thing because you want it or do you want that thing because someone else has it so like yeah run your own race don't don't compare yourself make sure you are you know just just doing what you want to do regardless of what the status attached to it is
1: oh my gosh that's really great i love that run your own race
0: yeah
2: yeah definitely
1: and like yeah taking stock of like that's something I, that resonates with me a lot right now. It's just figuring out like, is this what I want, or is this what I think I'm supposed yeah. to want? Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. I think yeah. it's. I think we're in a, a system and a world where like we're like pushed to think like that, you know? Um, but. Anything you do, like you bring the, I think like, it's not like that status is going to bring value to what you do. It's like, you'll, you bring you the value to the things you do. And, and it's, it's so long as it's what you want to be doing. It's like, Ballad and cool and I don't know by the way I should say I think I got that or that phrase run your own race from an episode of Bluey uh,
2: <laughs> so
0: I'm stealing that from Bluey's mom for those who don't know Bluey's an Australian uh, preschool show that's like oh. it's, <laughs> that's like uh, the, honestly I believe to be like the best most purest like that, weirdly this show kind of like got me in this headspace because like I started watching uh, for work reasons. I started watching a lot of like preschool shows and I was watching this show and I I got recommended this like Australian kids show, uh cartoon called Bluey. And it is like weirdly, it is like, I think the best thing on television right now, it's just like pure, it's just like... Within the context of being like a show that's meant to mainly to appeal to like you know six year old kids, it is just like pure art, and I think it's fucking amazing. And check out Bluey, everyone! It's kind of mind blowing how good a like like just seven minute cartoon can be. Is
2: it like Ted Lasso for children? (laughs) I
0: I think kind of. I think it kind of espouses the same uh, uh, philosophies as as Ted Lasso. I'd argue Ted Lasso and Bluey's dad are kind of like similar character archetypes um, nice. <laughs> um, but I would yeah it's 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 a very good show okay like I'm Disney Plus oh
1: it's not a, it.
0: it's not a Disney show they just have the rights to it in Austin uh, in the States oh okay. perfect yeah good,
2: good right on right on right on
1: dope dope well yeah it was so good thank
0: you for having me
1: thank you so much for coming on it was great to have you here it's such a
0: pleasure it's been really fun it was nice getting to see y'all again and catch up and talk and this is great thank you yeah thank you thank Um. you so much
1: gosh thanks again to joan for not only coming on the podcast but being our first first in-studio guest oh that was so awesome to have somebody here it's definitely a different feel
2: like i love me some zoom is amazing but this was great also Joan looked adorable um i loved her outfit so much um she
1: can pull off a hat like i cannot pull off a hat she can, She rocks a hat. I've seen you in hats that you have definitely pulled off. Uh, thank you. I appreciate you saying that. I
2: think anyone who wants to wear a hat should wear a hat.
1: <laughs> you know, hats are a fun accessory. They are. Except, you know, making you sweat. Yeah yeah that's true yeah Um, but she looked she was just so delightful like yeah
2: super delightful super like super great uh all of you should take a chance to like look her up online if you don't know who Joan is uh and check out her stuff uh hopefully we're gonna uh let's try and find that video that muffin video and share it along with them yeah along with her
1: clip yeah yeah that muffin sketch like it just it the joy I got from and and the joy I get from Joan's comedy is very much like like it surprises me and and I mean this in a good way. Sometimes it surprises me that she went through UCB because her comedy is not as rigid as yes. they teach at UCB. Yes. Like it's very fluid. It like isn't like this is the structure period the end. It like plays with structure. And I think that muffin sketch just like goes off the rails in the best and most delightful way possible. Yeah. And so, yeah, I love seeing somebody come out of that environment and not you know like I think the important thing about like going through UCB or something
2: like that is like you learn the structure so you can break the structure So you You, no longer are tied to it yeah you learn the rules so you learn why why those rules exist uh so then you can like break out of it yeah yeah and I think that's really cool about Joan that she doesn't really hold herself to that style like she doesn't hold herself to that structure while also like keeping the basics of how important that is Yeah. yeah yeah she really lets her comedy uh fly Yeah, I love it. I love it. I loved having her on. And if you loved it,
1: (laughs) (laughs) killing those transitions, Nikki. (laughs) Killing it. Uh, but yes, if you if you loved that uh, and you love us, you love what we do, uh, we appreciate you uh, giving us a like, a review, a subscribe. Uh, just engage with us on uh, Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. Uh, we are still, this is going to be, a, I'm, I'm going to call it now, this is going to be the last week of our raffle for Madison Shepard's uh, Goodnight Silver Lake Lounge comedy yes. album. Uh, unless nobody has liked, subscribed, or reviewed, in which case we'll just keep going until we get one person and then you will be the winner. <laughs> (laughs) of the (laughs) raffle um but i gotta check on that again um the worst but uh so if you you know engage with us like subscribe uh also if you feel like giving our network uh some support we're on the period podcast network you can find us on patreon and donate to us there a lot of really good stuff on the network uh that promotes underrepresented voices and podcasting it's very cool yes we appreciate you we appreciate you keep crushing it (laughs) like that that's like your sign off now yeah it is <laughs> yeah comedy girl crush was created by nikki urban is edited by kate siegel is produced by kate siegel mackenzie mazell and the period podcast network our music is by rena Hunter, and our artwork is by ariel Alter.